there will be just as many people that have podcasts that are on Instagram. Mm. I believe that. Mm -hmm. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast live from Miami, Florida. We are here. How are you? I am super good. I am excited to be here. We're in a room full of entrepreneurs, like a room full. There's like 50, 60 entrepreneurs in this room right now. Specifically podcasters. Podcasters. At the Podcast Mastermind, the very first one in Miami. You got excited. You all like. I was, man. (laughs) It's crazy because I know the power of when someone's voice, like one, when you find your own voice. Yeah. And when you find your voice, you're more confident in giving it to the world. And then the magic happens when the world finds your voice. Mm. You can't help but go viral. I believe every, especially entrepreneur, needs to have a podcast. But I also believe that every person needs to have a podcast. And it doesn't have to be for your next six-figure or seven-figure opportunity, Mm -hmm. but it's for that reason specifically. Like finding your voice and allowing your voice to be heard, you'll be surprised by how... Recording things that are that matter to you, recording things that are important to you, you'd be surprised to find an audience of other people who that same content is important to them, too. And you just never know how your life will change. 100%. We are evidence. Absolutely. We are Absolutely. evidence. We are, yeah. we are evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if you really notice the trends of like certain social media platforms and apps and things of that nature... There are people who, let's just say, on uh, MySpace who built a large following. Um, but the people that were on uh, MySpace early, early, they figured out how this thing operates and they was able to move fluently because they're not afraid of it. So when you're on social media, most people, if you're not posting, it's because you're not comfortable with the app. You're not sure of how the reels work and how to post things of that nature, how stories work. But the people that were on MySpace they made millions because they understood how to operate in the app. And then there was, um, let's say Facebook, Mm -hmm. the people who adopted Facebook earlier on got really, really serious as the app starts to evolve, they're already on it and they can evolve with it. Meaning they have a better opportunity of entertaining people. And then Twitter and TikTok and what am I missing? Instagram. Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Everything, Periscope, all that stuff. All that stuff. When you get on early, you have an advantage over the millions of people that will come later. And when those millions of people come, you're already established mm. and you know how it works. So bringing my point home before you interrupt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this podcasting space, we're so early in the yes. space. We're so early. And the objective is teaching people how to just get like not so afraid of the cameras and how to ask questions in a linear way and how to navigate multiple people on a panel and how can we get into space? Cause eventually millions of other people will be in, there will be just as many people that have podcasts that are on Instagram. Mm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Think about all the people that are on Instagram because they, they use it as a main form of marketing. Eventually, there will be that many people that use their podcast. It's almost like commonplace. If you want to get your message out there, you got to have Instagram. 
You gotta have a Facebook. You gotta have a podcast. And I think that is, uh, are you still on my bars? You are. I'm writing a note for content that I intend to produce that was inspired <laughs> by something that just happened here. But 100%, that's why I'm so passionate. I'm saying, yo, just start a podcast. I don't care if you want to be a podcaster. I don't care if you have a business or not. Just start it because once you find your voice. So what we did today where we're asking questions and someone gives an answer and we start picking stuff out of the answer that allows us to ask another question, right? That's a hack. Not for a podcast, but for conversation. If you really want to get in certain networks and you want to be connected with people, you pick out the stuff that they say, letting them know that you're really listening. And then it just becomes an art of like really navigating a conversation. And there's a book called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People where it talks about how much other people love themselves. And what I realized is you can talk to somebody for 30 minutes, <clears throat> only asking them a couple questions. And if they get to talk the whole 30 minutes, they'll leave like, yo, that was an amazing conversation. Well, it wasn't really a conversation. I asked you like three questions and you talked your head off, but you left feeling heard. Mm. You like me more because this was a great conversation for you. So in podcasts, even if you're not going to interview people, I just believe it's an art. I do too. And I, I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking about the trajectory of my own journey. Spell it. T-R-A-J-E-C-T-O-R-Y. -E. No, it's absolutely trajectory. not. Trajectory. Dave, when it comes to grammar and spelling, you just can't Is see me ever. Is it A? Is it A? Oh, go ahead. Keep going. When I think about the traje trajectory of my own journey, I mean, we've been podcasting now at this point. It's been a year. It's over been year. over a year yeah. at this point, like 15 months at this point. And I think uh, as I'm looking at it, I believe coaching and podcasting are kind of congruent because when you are, I know there's a lot of you guys who are in the uh, studio audience right now who are going into the lane of the education space, digital coaching and putting out courses, one-on-ones, groups, all that stuff. When you think about it, to simplify what we do from podcasting to coaching, because we're both involved in both of those spaces, to simplify it, it's simply you creating a business model around conversations that you enjoy having every single day. That's it. Mm -hmm. This is not rocket science, but it could be rocket science if rocket science was the conversation that you enjoyed having every single day. It's fitness, it's business, it's accounting, it's wealth management, it's whatever it is that you want it to be. What is the conversation that you enjoy having every single day? And then go and create a business model around those conversations. Let me, let me show you how simple it could be. Because I was, I was actually, so I have a, a, a podcast and I, well, I have a podcast concept and I got a logo and all that kind of stuff. And it's around like crypto. Right. And I, I wanted to do um, I wanted to make the show called uh, the coin toss or something like that. Coin mm -hmm. toss. Because it's like kind of tossing around like crypto coins, stuff like that. And I'm looking to see if anybody else has it. And there's a guy who has a podcast called the coin toss. But guess what it is? It's actually him tossing a coin. He comes on and says, yeah, hey guys, I'm. Um, I have a rare 1896 half dollar. 
And it, you know, he'll give some background behind the particular coin. And he said, all right, here we go. And you hear, okay, flip, it hits the table and it says that's heads. And he flips it again, heads. Flips again, tails. And he'll just go through that. And eventually he'll say, okay, well, it looks like this particular coin got 15 heads, 12 tails. All right, guys, I'll see you next episode. I don't know if it's successful, but it's a podcast. My point is anything where you can keep, first off, how do I know this? I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. It was just, cause I wanted to know, I'm like, it's going to be heads. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be tails. And in my head, it's crazy. I got, I got wrapped into it, but it can literally, it can literally be anything. There are people who tell podcast stories where one episode is a story. And then episode two is a continuation of the story. And then you have 10 episodes or 20 episodes where you're following this story. Mm-hmm. It could literally be anything. If you are a sneakerhead, you can come on and talk about the origin of sneakers and who wore the sneaker and things of that nature. It could be anything that keeps people's attention. Mm-hmm. But it dri- just with that, it drives your knowledge in an area so deep. Yeah that you can start to attract this particular audience that's interested in this niche and you become the owner of that space. So I think, I don't want everybody to think, yo, you got to interview people or it has to be about business. You can have a a podcast on knock-knock jokes where every episode you just do some knock-knock jokes. Anything. 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 Uh, and, and, And that's true. You said something very important. When you start having this conversation over and over again, however often you're creating your podcast or you're having these conversations, this is the fastest way to establish yourself as an authority, period, right? So I talked to this group yesterday about my business model. And I have an offer that is an if you know, you know offer, right? Mm -hmm. I don't talk about it online because less than 1% of the people who come to work with me will qualify for that particular offer. It is an if you know, you know type of thing. Now, this year, this last year specifically, I began to attract those type of clients into my business because they watch the podcast. They see on the podcast that, okay, Donnie doesn't just develop coaches. Donnie is not just helping beginners make their first six figures. This is a person who knows her stuff about business. Let me see if we can have a higher level, more advanced conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, because I know that now, if we're being totally honest, Dave and I never, ever prepare for the podcast. And we try. In the beginning, we definitely really, tried. Really tr- I in mean, we just tried like, before this. Like, what you want to talk about? And like, we'll know. come up with a list of stuff, and it never ever goes that way. It never happens. Like all the things that I suggested, we're not talking about it right now, right? <laughs> but even if we decided on a topic, it's really off the cuff. Like we never have. I bring this up here or my notebook to take notes on things, so I can go and take this content and create other content. Uh, Ryan, my videographer, I'm writing things down. I'm going to send it to him. And I'm like, these are the 30 videos that we're going to create for my next month's worth of content. Right. But we are never scripted to the point where we, okay, we're going to talk about investing today. What are three key strategies we're going to hit on the pot? We don't do it. It's just a natural organic conversation. And I believe that's a huge reason why the Social Proof Podcast is as successful as it is because it's it's that real conversation that we have at lunch or dinner or wherever, right? 
But what it forces us to do is to stay sharp. So we are consistently seekers of information that we can apply. We get excited to teach stuff. We usually start off with, which we didn't do today, how our week was because we are. We usually start off with how our, our week was because there's something always consistently that happens in our week. That's an educational moment. That's a moment that's worthy to share. And if you guys really pay attention, what I, what, what I would recommend that you start doing is paying attention to the science, not just the art. What are we doing behind the scenes that is obvious but not obvious, right? So David and I will look at different business models and where other people will see, wow, that's a dope graphic and I want to sign up for the course, we're trying to figure out what's happening behind the scenes of the course, right? Okay, I see they changed the creative from a video to just a still image like um, Justin from Support Black Colleges. I am always commenting and complimenting his ad strategy because first it was like a really produced video and, you know, he's getting traffic from it and doing his thing with it. But then I noticed he's got this picture where it's just kind of like, Yo, I called him. Yeah, I saw it, and I forgot it was a weird picture. Weird picture. He's sitting on the floor, and he's like, "But it's like somebody caught him mid word." And I thought instantly, "Why would he pick that picture?" First time I didn't say anything. It wasn't I even the words on it. It was just the picture. It's just the picture, it's, but it's an ad. It's I crazy. see it a month later. Now, if you understand business and you're looking at it from my perspective. If that ad is running a month later from this person, I know that it's working. Mm -hmm. So I hit Justin and I'm like, yo, what is going on here? What's the strategy? So we're, we're just putting pictures out here of just yourself doing weird stuff. He's like, yo, it's my number one converting yeah. ad right now. And now I see that he's doing more and more and more. So it was a it was a moment for me to tell my clients. I went back and said, let's try something else. Right. Hey, let's Dave, try something on. else. I'm sorry, Dave. Where's Dave? Dave here? Dave. Can we can we try that? <laughs> Let's just take some like off like some like strange pictures. Like I'm eating I'm like, like that. Yeah. And then, I, but yes, because he said it was well, number one leading. It it is his number one leading magnet. So I thought about that, and I thought about like even Kenny. I remember um, in 2019 we took this photo. We were at somebody's birthday dinner. We took a picture. It was off. I didn't even like it. I had a stain on my dress. Like something moist had hit my dress, and it was that material that was just going to stain no matter what. But he ran this picture as an ad, and that ad has made millions of dollars for his company. He ran the picture for more than a year. That same mm. ad, people like. So now the science behind that is, okay, these overly produced ad images don't work as well as one that looks like just a natural newsfeed scroll. You want it to be as a grant. So I say this to you to say, pay attention to the science behind what's going on. So somebody should have caught Dave and Donnie start every episode with how was your week? And then that translates into a full blown podcast episode. Somebody should catch the science of they market their business without marketing their business. Somebody watching this episode should hear how Dave highlighted all of the great things about podcasting and I've highlighted all of the great things about coaching. Pay attention to the science. This is why copycats never win. Mm. Because they see the evidence, they see the finished art. 
They see that art hanging on the wall. This is our display of art hanging on the wall. They see that piece of art, but they don't know all of the color combinations behind the scenes that we mix together to make this happen. They don't know that we change from oil-based paint to water-based paint just to get this shadow effect. Pay attention to the science. Yeah, Justin made a post. He said they might be able to copy, but that paste ain't going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, yo, that makes so much sense. Yes. And the fact that we're not trying to copy and paste somebody else. Before this started, how many people you were thinking like, dang, I hope they're recording this for the podcast. Anybody think about that? No? Killed my point. But we were talking. <laughs> we're pretty much having the same kind of conversation, whether it's on manifesting or whatever. But that's how we talk. It's not like we change now that the cameras are rolling. And I think that's the biggest thing with people who are creating content is because you don't trust that other people are going to like you just the way you are. When we're out to dinner, we roast each other all day. I like the fact that he ran that ad of Donnie looking dusty and she'd be looking dusty. You know what I mean? It's just the same. <laughs> I know you was mad too. I know you was mad about like that one. Could you, he edits no photos. I'm like mm-hmm. the stain, really, but the ad ran, and for whatever reason, people liked liked it because they like the natural stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember when David and I first started podcasting. I am not going to say what the mistake was. I'm gonna say it. She thought, no, yeah, don't no, bring I, that back up. We're a year later. Right. The, it's useful. You can't tell me. Gonna... Okay, I'm gonna tell it right. Because you can never outmistake my mistake. I'm going to put it out there first. So we were podcasting and we got on the subject of Fortune 500 companies and what it took to be a Fortune 500 company. And I put some 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 qualification out there that was absolutely, totally wrong. She thought that a Fortune 500 company was a company with 500 or more employees. Oh. And this is your business coach? This is your business coach? Okay. <laughs> so you ever had that moment where you know what you know, but it just kind of totally slips you, right? Now, the reason that I didn't know that, and and I got clowned in the comments of this episode, right? But I don't coach Fortune 500 companies. So it's not my lane. I know everything about small businesses and personal brands and people who are building online. So in that moment, I just totally had a slip. And I said, David, edit that out. We don't edit episodes, Donnie. I understand we don't edit episodes. We are in agreement there, but I need you to edit, I need you to edit this one because it's going to make me look dumb as a business coach, right? So obviously it did and I didn't die, right? It's there, it's out there. Um, and, and the moment wasn't perfect, but I was able to recover from it because what you can't refute is even though I may have made that mistake about Fortune 500 companies, I got million dollar clients who are generating millions of dollars as a result of what I teach everywhere in every room. Right. So I had to recover from it. And it's, it's about how you're going to recover from something. That's not the point that I was trying to make. But what I want to say is don't try to be so perfect. That's a fact. Look at David right now. <laughs> Seriously, look, <laughs> the camera isn't picking up these socks. First off, I just want to say, or the lint balls that are on the I'm socks. Fly right? Am I rich? And I love the rich and unemployed t-shirt, 
But don't ever disrespect another one of our brands with these school kid khaki shorts on. Like, Shans. It was early when I got here. I just what I love what I was about my- what we do on the episode, <laughs> on the podcast, is allow you to be who you are. Like, even if you look like you're just hanging out at home. Oh, me, man. <laughs> It's, it's great. Do your thing. Do your thing. And if, if I'm being totally honest, Stephanie will say, I coach like this. Well, I mean, I look cute today, but I normally I'm dressed like no, this. leave me alone. When I'm honey, coaching. Please. Normally, it's like I, you don't have to be perfect to do a thing. So there's somebody who you want to do something. You want to podcast. You want to coach. You want to build a personal brand. You got a T-shirt line and you need to be taking pictures of yourself in your T-shirt line. But you got to have full makeup and hair and all this stuff. To, just do it. Yo, first off, what you don't realize is this is high fashion. Here's why I'm saying this. So funny. <laughs> so... If you look at the, uh, this is got nothing to do with nothing. But if you look at like the Louis Vuitton models and the Gucci models, they be looking crazy. Am I right? Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's not, it's not even crazy because it's like high fashion. So that's where I'm drawing my inspiration. Anyway, how was your, how was your week though? Real quick before we do that, do you know what David and I decide? What well, I decided? Oh, somebody asked me, how do you manage your ideas? with such a big podcast, being David's co-host. So I brought an idea to him today. And David and I get paid a lot of money to wear people's clothes on the podcast, right? Um, People are always sending us stuff and we want to wear it, but you don't do business with us and you just want us to promo your stuff. Sometimes we really love it and we will. But what I decided today and David agreed to is that if you are one of our mastermind students, I don't care if you're David's mastermind student or my mastermind student, we will wear your things and promote them as a courtesy included in your membership with our programs. So hold on, hold on, hold on. real quick, real quick, real quick. Go ahead. You can, you can promote it. Go ahead. Crowned has me lace. Yeah, that, today. that's actually my favorite. Isn't this favorite. super hard? This is super hard. And she's not my student, but she's David's student. So because we work together in business partnership, I love it. First of all, it's just dope. And I don't know where she is. I'm right here. I'm right here. I got you on him. Okay, it's right here. What's your IG? It's Crown Me Collections with K-K-R-O-W-N-E. Crown Me. Just come to the mic. Come to the mic real quick. Come to the mic real quick. Because guys, we, nothing is going to pick up well. Just tell us really quickly. Here's what we want to know. I want to, and slow down. Yeah. Say your Instagram you and time. just tell me the vision behind the brand. My Instagram is um, at Crown Me Collections. So it's K R O W N. M-E-K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N-S. Crown Me Collections. So, crowned actually stands for Kingdom Rises and Overcomes World Negativity to Embrace Destiny. Mm. I don't think I have to say anything else. Uh, I love it. I love it. I just wanted to clap it up for you real quick on the podcast. All right. And I am wearing uh, Rich and Unemployed. This is first off, you guys come on, come on to the mic. Um, yeah, <laughs> wearing the rich and unemployed for one. This is um, side note that he only brought gear for Dave, but I, mean, I would I mean, like to wear some rich and unemployed. All right, so, so tell me about the rich and unemployed. Oh, uh, yeah, rich and unemployed for one is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks to as, Dave, as it should be for sure. Um, and it's uh, it teaches um, entrepreneurship. Uh, I want to teach everybody that you don't have to go to college. You don't have to work. Yes. You can create a business and be rich and 
Unemployed. Unemployed. That's Can hard. I, when you send mine, can quick. I get that? This one? Yes. Yeah, I want that. Yo, I need the embroidery stuff too, man, because that embroidery stuff is hard. Okay. Yes. I got everybody. All right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. What's the oh, Instagram? Oh, yeah, my Instagram. Finesters Only Club. I also teach people how to finesse through life. Spell it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because we be getting in trouble sometimes. Well, clar- clarify that for us. <laughs> so am I a finesser? No. Uh, Nothing illegal, but um, you know, everything comes with a finesse. Like you have to yeah. kind of wiggle your way through cer- certain situations in life. You oh, got up on the stage at the show. Yeah. Yes, that is you. <laughs> that is me. First of all, great sport. He got up super fresh. And I think you had on your rich and unemployed yeah. stuff. I didn't. He asked me what was my name. I said Johnny said Rich and Unemployed. That's what it was. And then, then so he so, got up. At hold the, on. Let me let me lay the black because you, you don't tell good stories. So we were at the <laughs> Dave Chappelle concert. We had the Dave Chappelle concert. He had one in Atlanta, like viewing his documentary. But Jeff Ross, he's a comedian, and he he does like the roasts on YouTube. And um, he's like, yo, anybody want to volunteer to come up and get roasted? <laughs> so a bunch of people went up and got got volunteered to get roasted and he's he's one of them and he really what do you call him like no chance the rapper or something no like chance that. the rapper <laughs> what's up no chance the rapper I mean he had on he was iced out had on the Gucci head to toe fresh he was he was fresh right I was, dude, I was. Dude was like, "What's up? No chance, the rapper." Yo, but he flamed everybody on stage. That, it was it, it was really really. But then good. he follows up with that with his name and says. Rich and unemployed, and the crowd in just front of thousands nuts. and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And then when I left there, everybody was like, "Yo, he was that guy on the stage, rich yeah. and unemployed, right?" I was like, "Yeah, that's me." That's yeah, not, that's work. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need that embroidery work too. So. I got you. Don't worry. But um, real quick, I so, just like sets. Just so um, real quick, how many people were in the Discord group when I said just bring your stuff and I wear it on the podcast? So you didn't come up with that. Just put that out there. All right. So, so how was your week? How was your week, Shans? Let's start off with you. My week was phenomenal. Um, we came out to Miami, brought my wife. I just decided when I do trips for business, I'm just going to bring my whole family. I love my it. My wife and both my children. Yes. Um, and really, it came from Toby. I was at Toby's conference. Yes. Y'all, y'all, y'all familiar with Toby? And one of the bars, and this was like, it, it really just, it, it, um, how can I say it? Hit it home. really hit home. It mm-hmm. struck a chord with me. In his lyrics, he said pretty much, if, um, if his wife and his family can't come to the venue, I'm not coming or something like that. Anybody know the bar? Something like that, yeah. What is he said, it? I'm not coming. Yeah, I'm, if my wife and children can't come, tell, tell the promoter I'm leaving. Yeah, tell the promoter I'm leaving. And I said, yo, that is what success is all about. Yep. Like, the biggest challenge, I think, with entrepreneurs is like, especially in, in, in our situation, it's a man and he's going to grind or a woman, he's going to grind, she's going to grind and you have to leave the spouse at the house. Yeah. Right? But what's the, why can't you just take your family with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why can't you just travel with your family? So I thought that was really, really cool. So and it's that's not like we do engagements that put our families in danger. Yeah. I understand in certain industries why you just would not bring your kids. I mean, like if you're like one of those uh, rappers and you do a lot of beef and all that, you wouldn't want to bring your wife and kids around that. But literally... One of the principles that I built my business on was for the freedom to do what I want to do. And 
early on that included bringing my daughter, Deja, everywhere. She traveled with me everywhere. She was my assistant. She was my videographer. She was everything. Now she's in college. She has her own life and she has absolutely zero interest in anything that I have going on, right? (laughs) None. But if she wanted to, (laughs) if she wanted to come, she would be right here with me. And I think, I think that's so awesome because as entrepreneurs, a lot of times when you're in relationships that are significant, you're married or, you know, whatever the case may be, one of the hardest things to do is to sacrifice the time away from your significant other and your children. So I urge you, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we make the mistake of trying to find balance between our work and our relationship. And I just believe that balance is this unrealistic thing that none of us have quite figured out because there's not balance. If you are working 18 hours a day, there's absolutely zero balance for your family. And if you are with your family 18 hours of the day, there's absolutely zero balance as it relates to your business. So figure out ways to incorporate them. You have small children and you do meetings Maybe use my example and have your have your five year old be the person that's writing out name badges like Deja used to write those name badges out and they were messy and illegible, but it was her job and she felt included. So how can you incorporate your family instead of making such a big separation that it makes it creates an issue? Yeah, Johnny, I think this this uh, Richard unemployed is really and I, as you were talking about it. I think this is like really embodiment of a successful entrepreneur because you can be rich, but employed by your business to where you're, you're making the money, but you're still, you're still working for your business. And Mm. you can't, you can't spend that much time with your family and things of that nature, or you could be just unemployed, meaning you're still like grinding every time, every chance you get. And you're, you're trying to get to the point where you can have some time freedom, but like you're, 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 you're just grinding. You feel mm. me? You're unemployed, but you're still not, you still don't have time freedom. Yeah. So I think the the ultimate goal is to be both rich and unemployed. Like where my, my job is, my business is not, you be throwing me off. Pause you because with. you're recording and this goes on your funnel. Are you rich and unemployed? Do you want to be rich and unemployed? Are you a boss, a CEO that has created the life for himself where you are not a slave or an employee to your business? You are not an employee to your job. You are living life on your own terms. This is your uniform for being rich and unemployed. That goes on your marketing funnel. I need two sets now because I just <laughs> whole coaching session. Three. Uh, uh, uh. You, think, you, think we get some, you think we can get some equity in that company? You, just real quick. Do you keep your income options open? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, is this your business just solely yourself? He probably needs a team. He probably needs a team. Because... <laughs> He probably could use some marketing and some, some marketing. exposure. We got a platform. We got you, a platform. You're a business coach. I'm a business coach. I got money. You got money. I got a couple dollars. We got access to really great printing. Mm-hmm. And we got the ideas that help them. We got the ideas. But but most importantly, we have the platform. We got the platform. We got the platform. We got the money. We can put teams together. Yep. Put systems in his business. So we, not- we actually are the embodiment of what the message Absolutely. states. And we got a photography studio. We, we got a photography pictures. studio. We got we got everything. Yeah. It would be so simple to blow that up. What do you think? 
I mean, I, I think like you want to, to make him offer. I think it. I think if he were, I think if he were interested, it might be an opportunity to make it a ten, uh, an eight figure brand. You want to try to make him an offer. We could probably try to make him an offer. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him. Let's talk. Go talk to him. Is the owner of yeah. Rich and Unemployed still in the building? Right here. Anybody? I can't see. Is is oh, it? Oh, 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 my lawyer's not present. <laughs> my lawyer's not present. Come on, you're gonna talk about lawyers. Your lawyer. Stuff, oh, he got legal representation. Do we want to do? Well, let's just offer. Let's just make an offer. Let's see what's but, but we should just talk to his lawyer. Nah, we get him to commit first. We get him to commit on camera. On camera, first. Okay. contract. So you said you keep your income options open. I sure do. We have a little money to give you some income. And exposure opportunities. We got exposure. We have fulfillment. We have teams and systems. Yep. Remember when you were on stage at the Dave Chappelle concert? It was tens of thousands of people that saw you. That was a good opportunity. And we could probably do that every week on the podcast. We could. And yeah. if we had been on your team, we would have told you to wear your gear to that. Yeah. Probably need an advisor. You, you know? probably need somebody who coaches you to make smart decisions to build your <laughs> business. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, you, would you be open to having business partners? For sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, we got um, crowned. We got rich and unemployed. Oh, for sure. We're um, about to run this thing. You're looking for Oh, we already know. She already told us. Run it. Run All it. All right. Um, okay. Well, we appreciate you guys. So we'll hey partner. <laughs> hey partner. Equity plays. Equity plays. <laughs> Let me tell you about manifestation. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> At the last year, I said that last year it became an idea for me where I honestly said that I did not want to work so hard. Y'all, I work hard, right? Even even though it doesn't look like hard work, it really is hard work. I work hard and I said, Donnie, you're doing too much work to make whatever money you're making. And I said, the play is Somebody asked me, it might've been Kenny. Somebody asked me, you know, when I'm giving my clients these ideas and helping them brainstorm, are you getting a percentage of that? And I'm like, huh, I haven't been. Like I'm legit helping you come up with these million dollar ideas and I'm just charging you my monthly rate. So I decided that if I originate the idea for you and help you implement it, then I need a, I need a percentage of said idea, right? Cool. Then when that started to really plant pan out and I'm getting percentages off of, you know, whatever the case may be. I said that I wanted equitable partnerships in 10 brands by the end of 2021. Mm. And though it did not happen, I didn't get 10. I've got some, right? Who you got? 10 existing brands Who that I want equitable partnerships. Oh, in. you got some already? Whoa. Well, Rich and unemployed is about to be one. Okay, but before that, do you have something that you didn't tell me about? The social proof podcast. <laughs> <laughs> An existing brand. No, but seriously. Oh, you so, 
You manifested I it. I manifested this. I had been saying, this is what I want. This is what I want. And now opportunities continue to come to me where people are like, hey, I want you to work with my brand and do X, Y, and Z. But I didn't even think. I wasn't even thinking along those lines. But when I made it intentional, mm-hmm. when I made it intentional, even though I didn't get 10, because I actually, when I think about it, I stopped speaking that language of 10. And I just kept saying, I want equitable partnerships in existing brands, I, period. Now the opportunities, first, David and I merge, and now we are exposed to entrepreneurs with great ideas all the time. We have 10 right away. For like sure. we're take, we've, we've taken some meetings with some brands and, you know, whether it works out or it doesn't, for whatever reason, it is happening. Yeah. And I spoke it. That's it's fact. intentional, not coincidental. Yeah, I think that's in the power, just to kind of talk to the, the podcast mastermind. Um, as you, for one, once you build an audience, the possibilities are endless because you have a platform of exposure. Most people have really good ideas or even money, but don't have the exposure. Or some people have exposure and they don't have the money. So I want you to like really start to think about this. What's going to happen? And just mark my words, we're going to have this platform and you are going to be responsible for someone blowing up. Mm. You're going to be responsible for that. So I want you to like start thinking ahead. Like if it's, if you see an opportunity, like, yo, I would love just to be the marketing arm of this particular brand. And you just keep doing what you're doing because those are coming. Let me tell you about this guy out in New York. So my uncle has a business and this guy came to him and said, yo, um, there is, I hope I'm explaining it right. He said, what I do is, over a three-night period, I will put 30 investors in a room, 30 to 40 investors in a room. You can pitch in front of those 30, 40 investors, and each night is going to be different. I mean, a different group of people. He said, but you're going to have to pay for the food, you pay for drinks, and like you, whatever the, the venue is or whatever. He said, you pay for that, and you get to pitch in front of these qualified investors. Really cool concept, right? So imagine if I'm saying to Johnny, Johnny, look, we're going to put you in a room. We got 30 qualified investors and we can find, we got like 80, 90 people that got some bread, right? You get to pitch in front of them, but you got to pay for the food, whatever. He said, probably the the food is going to be food, drinks and all that kind of stuff is going to cost. He said probably about five to $8,000 per night. So let's say on um, a mid tier, it's going to be 20 something thousand dollars to pitch in front of these investors who got money. The guy that's putting it together says, I, um, however much money you raise from these rooms, obviously is seed capital for your business, but I get, uh, I think it was like a 5%, um, 5% of what you get or something like that. So if you get a million dollars seed funded, he gets 5%, which is 50,000. But he said, what he'll typically do is he doesn't want the 5%. He wants that transition into equity. So his business model is finding people who have businesses and he has a network of investors and he's going to get percentage of equity in all of these different businesses. That's power. That's, That's goals. 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 That's what I want to say. Yo, this is brilliant. 
Because I know some people that got some money. Like, in any t-shirt brand here, let's say just like lower ticket t-shirt brand, I can put you in front of 20, 30 people. Donnie can put you in front of 20, 30 people. You do your pitch. You talk about whatever you talk about. And one of them invests in you. I don't even got to do no work. I'll get some equity or some money off of the deal. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just fly. The reason I say it is because we've really got to start to think. We got to start to think. Who would have thought of that? Like that is an ill strategy. Yeah. But what are you not thinking about in your podcast or in your business that is just so different that you don't have to work as hard? Yeah. So I think Donnie, what she was saying is, yo, I don't have to work as hard for the money. Let me just find equitable, equitable partnerships. Yeah. And not even for the sake of let me get the money. I want to find somebody who has an existing brand who's already working, meaning I just have to put in my expertise and I don't have to work. That person is going to, like if we invest, you still got to work. You still going to do it. We'll inject some money, some guidance, things of that nature, platform, something we're naturally going to do anyway. Mm -hmm. And we won't have to work. You won't have to work as hard for exposure, but we won't have to work as hard for the money. So we got to like, I, bro, I, I spend hours thinking. I don't know, like, your Hours saying, thinking. But. And that's why, that's the, you'll invest time, period. But what most people miss out on and don't factor for or plan for or budget for in their business model is the investment you think in mental energy. So people ask me, well, Donnie, why do you only take eight coaching clients at any given time? Because that only relates to, that only translates to eight hours of my time a month, right? But that's not the truth. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay, so... Check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, the support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. I've got eight brands that I am guiding and giving feedback for. I've got to be prepared for, but I also have to think: How can I help this person? I'm looking at content saying, hey, here's some good ideas that I think would be great for you. I'm looking at ads and suddenly I'm thinking, oh, that would be good for this client. Let me send that. It's the thought input and output that is going to be more draining, more tiring and more consuming than your money will ever be in your business. For sure. Yo, can I get my man? Where is he at? What's your name? Chance. Come on, man. I need I need Chance. Because what he said before this, I think it went so far over y'all adults' heads. Because my man, I just believe like he's he's just a thinker. So kind of talk to us about like some of your plans and your goals. So <clears throat> I'm, how old are you? I'm 14. 14. So I want to have my own apparel company and in the first year, so the first 12 business business months, I want to have 
multiple six figures, then hire people. So put have a standard operating procedures. Um, <laughs> people, I want to have. Who taught you that? <laughs> Yo, he just taught. He just who t- taught you that real quick. He's talking. Well, wait, wait, who taught your mom that? <laughs> <laughs> who, who taught your mom that? You did. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> Yo, what's so crazy? And I, I'm, I, I just gotta pause you for a second. One. Very rarely do I ever talk to an entrepreneur and they say, yo, my goal is to make X amount of money and then hire people. Like, it wasn't like I got to find some partnership. It's just all about the making of the money. But he sees so far, he said, yo, I want to not only, I see myself making multiple six figures by hiring people, but also putting standard operating procedures procedures in place so that I can go do something else. Go ahead. Keep, keep going. And then I want to get an Airbnb, um, see how many of those I can do by myself or with my mom. She used to have her own cleaning business. So we know how it is to clean those like the Airbnbs. Um, my grandpa, he's a construction worker, so we could hire him, help him. He could, do the construction on there. Is he putting all the pieces together? Is he talking about a family business? Oh my Is he gosh. About legacy? <laughs> um and then eventually get out of that. And then I saw on your latest podcast it was the vending machine business. And I wanted to get into that. Mm. I saw he was saying you can make about a couple hundred every day for the vending machine. So I wanted to do that and get a lot of those, put them in places get partnerships with that though yeah you know so crazy when i was doing the interview with him i said yeah i think i'm gonna get a uh, vending machine i was like you know let's let's get one he said i want to get a lot of those (laughs) i i was thinking let me get a couple he's thinking why get a couple we can get a lot of them get a lot (laughs) he's like i can do a hundred a couple hundred dollars a day goodness grace where do you get this inspiration where you get this where you get this stuff from man Oh, I watch your podcast every day Uh, and my mom. Gotta do it. (laughs) Yeah. So my mom, she inspires me a lot. Um, You do too. I like watching your podcast when I'm working and helping. When you're working, where? where, where? What you mean? (laughs) With my mom. I help her with her business, her apparel company. And what do you do? Um, I do the pressing. So I press all the, like the jogger sets, the shirts, the hoodies. Mm -hmm. What have you learned through that process of working with your mom? Um, it's way harder than it looks and it takes a lot more time than you think. Mm, how much time did you think it was going to take? Maybe like, so usually at a normal job, it's like eight hours maybe, but it takes way more time. So it's like you're there till 12 or not later, if not later, every single day. Well, yeah, weekends, but sometimes. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. 
picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, Booth thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal do you get paid for that extra time all right let's do some quick math the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And 
Everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Well, no, I don't want to get paid. Why not? It's my mom. I would charge my mom. You know what I mean? Like, I was just saying, like, kids got needs. You know what I mean? I mean, she gets me stuff, though. So mm. It's not like I'm just doing it all for free, but I like to help her. You enjoy it? Yes. Wow. What do you enjoy about the work? I mean, it's I'm doing something with my life. I'm not just wasting it. Mm. I'm doing something with my life? Yo, let me ask you real quick. Anybody ever came to that? That um that realization, let's say you've been at your job for 10, 12 years, and you realize, man, I'm not doing anything with my life. Like the work, I don't even know. You're probably gonna look back at this when you're like 20 and say to yourself, yo, I was brilliant as a kid. Thank you. Like you I don't even know if you realize the gems that you're dropping right now. This is insane. Like, I feel like I need a coaching session. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I want to learn from you. So give, give me, give me um, a perspective of your friends. What kind of friends you got? My best friend. I've known him since I was four. He, he doesn't really, so he wanted to start it at first. But <sighs> now that he's, I don't think he wants to anymore. So now that it's a lot of work. But now mm-hmm. <laughs> my other friend, he, he's trying to switch from home or from regular school to homeschool to have more time. He wants to start his own business. So my mom might help him with that. Um, but yeah. like it's his decision. Like, what do you mean he's trying to? Oh, he's 17. Okay, I got you. Okay. But yeah, he, um, he's trying to convince his mom to let him do homeschool. His mom is a teacher, so he wants to do homeschool and start his own business too. Mm. So you- do you find that you are more interested in having friends who want to be entrepreneurs? Well, I haven't found any yet, but so <laughs> it's, I really only have a couple friends okay. that I hang out with a lot. Do you feel like you and your, do you feel like you and the people your age think differently? Yes, way different. In what ways? Um, so before my mom started her business, I played basketball. I still play basketball, but it was a lot. So that's what me and my friends do most of the time. But now that my mom started her own business, now it's kind of like I have to have a balance between business and basketball. So my friends, they might want to do basketball or something all day, but he'll ask me if I want to go somewhere, like if I can come over, if I can go to the movies with them, do stuff like that. But I'm working. So I got to tell him I can't. I'm working today. And so, and then on the days off, then I can go, but I can't just go whenever I want like he can. Mm. He need to coach your daughter too. Yes. Because <laughs> remember, because Dottie was telling the story. I'm pretty sure Dottie was telling the story how like her, her daughter Deja will work Chick-fil-A top employee. Um, but when she started working for you, right? She's like, hey mom, I, I want to go somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do you feel like, so my daughter works in my company and right now she is my right hand. Mm. Like Deja is 19 years old. Let me hear. 
Deja is 19 years old and she's been working in my company since she was maybe 17, uh, 17, 18. And I wish I would have started it younger. So when I talk about having brought her with me and making sure that she was around, I gave her small things to do, but not necessarily like with what you're doing, Stephanie, and making them an integral part of the business on a daily basis. It was more of a special occasion thing. And so she went out and she got other jobs. She wanted to work, you know, in malls and fast food. And I don't know if she ever worked in the mall, but she wanted to. Um, There's just a difference. And I think you have to develop your kids also in alignment with what they want to do. So you're not controlling them. Right. So one of the important things for me is for my daughter to have her own identity because it is not easy to have a parent who is super ambitious and you just want to be a kid. Some kids feel that way. And then there are some kids who from a very early age are like, I like what my mom is doing. This is in me and it's what I want to do. So do you feel like chance you're missing out on being a kid or is this like in you and it's what you want to do? This is what I want to do. It's I wouldn't say I'm missing out on being a kid because I get I still get weekends off to do what I want, so I have that time. Um, and it's not like she keeps me like I can't leave or anything. Like I can still not go slave labor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like we're not breaking any child labor laws here. <laughs> it's not like I'm asking can I not work or something. I like to work. It's when you're not working and you just sit at home. It's a waste of time. It's like you're wasting your life. All those hours that you could be doing something. How many of y'all feel convicted? (laughs) (laughs) We got some 30 and 40 year olds in the room like, man, I do be sitting at home quite often. But but it's important. So, you know, not everybody really knows what they want to do right out of the gate. Right. Is it there's so many examples and and like. Your daughters and Chance, they get a start where social media was a thing. And they're at, and your kids, by the time they're old enough to see it, it'll be something even different. But they're in this, this moment where every example of people who look just like them are doing something other than music and the entertainment industry. And not to say that those things aren't amazing, but it's right in your face. It's right in your face. It's right in your face. And don't take for granted that we still need doctors and lawyers and accountants and people who have to go to college to do a trained thing, but it's right in Chance's face, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets it and he's connecting with those type of influencers and or influences and role models. Whereas we, and I'm speaking to you guys and people our age, we're new to this. We didn't get to see all these examples. For most of us, our parents weren't entrepreneurs. For most of us, we were check, a check-to-check household. Yeah. For most of us, our only example of success were the people who we got to see on TV. So we are first-time entrepreneurs, first-generation entrepreneurs, first-generation six-figure income earners, first-generation multimillionaires. And that's why I take it easy on my daughter because as I was growing, she was already a young girl who's growing too. Mm-hmm. I know, I am manifesting it, but I know that my daughter will be a leader, an executive oh, leader in my company. Yeah, she's a beast. She's, she actually, her first job, if we're being honest, was working for David. Mm-hmm. She worked for David at the kiosk. She's Shout making out to them the sales. Sales getting to it. So, and put her friends on. Yes. She recruited her friends to yeah. work. 
She <laughs> then went and worked for Kenny, uh, who she handled like a major role in the credit division of his mm-hmm. company. And then she came and worked for me. And it would be like, why do you do things so excellently for everybody else? <laughs> but then with me, and she started off with me so amazing and she's a great team member. Mm-hmm. But when she wants to do something else with her time, I notice that she'll slack off a little bit, right? But I think also there's the element that I am her mom and she feels like that's my mom. And, and so I had to make it clear a little while ago, like I am your mom, but you could get the pink slip too, young lady. <laughs> and, and so we're back on the same page and everything is great. But I am building my business and I have a space reserved for her. And I think the reason that I hadn't really found my right hand is because deep down inside, I know she graduates college next year and I want it to be her, but it has to be her choice. 100%. Yeah. I got got one last question for you. Um, You're one, you're on the right path, but what do you think some of the things that could hold you back? Mm. Like what is, what are some things that you feel like you need to improve on? Um, so sometimes my mom will have to like inspire me to work. I'm not going to lie about How's that. How's she inspire? Inspire right. <laughs> Because I know how my parents used to get, like, inspire me to clean my room. You know I mean? It's a little different. They um, feel good. <laughs> like, she'll say, like, we're almost done. Like, it's not like she'll get too mad about it, but it's like, we're just so close. Like, it'll, even though it's late at night, you have a goal to hit. So you can't just quit halfway through your goal. Mm. You got to hit that goal for the day. So, like, you'll be really close to your goals. But it's just late at night. You want to go home. So she'll tell me, like, come on, just get this little bit, last little bit done. You're this close. Mm. No. So what else do you feel like could hold you back? What are some things about you that you need to improve on to really get to that next level? Um, I think. Hmm, that's a good question. I ask good questions. <laughs> um. I know I like basketball a lot. So it's really about like, I w- do like to go play basketball a lot, but I still don't want that to come in, like interfere with mm. the business. So there's sometimes like, you'll, I'll want to go try out for a team, but uh, the hours won't work, right? Mm. So you can't really do that. And then you don't get on the team you want because of those hours. Mm. So just trying to find stuff that I like to do that don't interfere with the business. And then realizing like, you can't, you can't, this is some, this is your future. Mm. So you can't interfere with your future for your child, for not your childhood, but like for something you want to do in the moment. I feel like I'm like interviewing Elon Musk when he's 14 right. you know what I mean? or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, like Steve Jobs when he was 14, you feel this was, this would be it for sure. I have a question. What do you see in the next five years I hate Donnie. as the future that you'll have in your mom's company? Well, I think my mom will be a multi, like she'll have multi millions by that. She'll be out of her company fully. Um, First of all, stop it right now. I can't. I can't. It took until like a year ago for oh, me to even yo, think you. about being out of my company. Fully. What? Fully. <laughs> Why do you even know this? <laughs> just learning. You, you retain stuff. You can't just let it go in one year and out the other. 
You have to retain everything you Anybody feel like, okay, the podcast is over at this point. Let me get to work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all, um, Chance, thank you so much for joining the podcast. One, we appreciate you watching the podcast. And uh, anything you need, we are here for you, my brother. You. Seriously, man. Pleasure. Pleasure. Give him a round of applause, man. Good job, Chance. Golly. I want... Lauren and um, Christina, y'all in the room? I heard y'all talk about contracts yesterday. Let's make sure we get rich and unemployed, crowned, and chance on some kind of paperwork before we leave the room. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Goodness gracious. All right, cool. I uh, I wanted to probably get some questions in real quick while we're here. You didn't ask me about my week ever. I always ask you about your week. I asked you about your week, and you definitely had the opportunity. Okay, how was your week? Thank you. My week was amazing. My week was amazing. Um, I am in my final workshop that I'll be doing for a while for coaches and consultants. I got hacked. My Instagram got hacked again this week. This is the third time in two years and the second time in six months. But I just received word. It was completely deleted. But I have a friend who works over at Instagram, Facebook. And I got word this morning that they recovered the page but I don't have access yet. Yeah. So hopefully in the next 24 hours, I will have access to it. Um, but my week still in spite of is great because I have learned the importance over the last two years of building community. So now when things like that happen, I don't even flinch. David called me and he's like, your Instagram page is gone. I'm like, yep. He's like, what you doing? I'm like, chilling <laughs> on the other page. He's like, Donnie, don't be out of it. Don't. I'm like, Chance, I'm completely yeah. not giving a crap. And I tried to buy into one of her companies in this time of um, the post paid. Would you believe that in my time of being hacked, Shans took it as an opportunity to say, well, you should let me buy into the company now so we can make sure we keep it growing. Hey, man, solutions. What hey, I man, tell you? I got solutions. <laughs> she, said, uh, she said, I just woke up like 30 grand this morning, so I'm good. Or something like that. <laughs> 3,000. Right. I'm like, Shans, it's not even 8 o'clock in the morning and I've already made like $3,000. <laughs> but anyway, my week was good. So yeah. you wanted to make a point about something. No, well, I wanted to go on the Q&A. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, got yeah. questions? Anybody got a question? Anybody got, no? The mic is right here if anybody has a question. No? That's cool. Fine. All right, let's do it. Donald, the voice. Good. What's All up? right. So, hey, Donnie. Hey. Dave, so good to see y'all in this setting. Appreciate y'all. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And Black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. So just just seeing Chance and that, and that whole exchange, right? Um, so my daughter G is here. She's five. And she also does does voiceovers, right? So your daughter's five and does yeah, voiceovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Really? So we're, we're is she here right now? They're outside on the on the spinning wheel eye thing. So okay, so guys. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear her voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a cute five year old. Hey, hey, guys. You know, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, how do you guys find that balance between gro- grooming your child in your business? Mm. I don't know if it's a balance, but I guess the question is: Is there a balance between grooming for business and also letting them uh, in a way figure out and choose as you're paying attention to like to their their skills and their gifts or whatever um how their skills and their gifts then then fit in your business does, does that make sense yeah. so like if your child has a, a particular skill set do you let that play out and then figure out where they fit or like in my case i'm like you know what let me let me get you reading like on, on microphone let's put you together a demo, that type of deal, you know, and, and then build that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at it. I am. Um, she just say she don't want to do something. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there are different elements that are important when it, first of all, let's all as entrepreneurs vow not to live vicariously through our children. It's so important. So in some cultures and backgrounds, They force their children into the family business. And I only know what that looks like from TV. So I don't know how real it is, but it's always disastrous. Somebody's always trying to off the other person for the next lineup in the company. And it just never. And these shows aren't written just imagination. Right. So I imagine that it's not always great. Um, On the other hand, while I don't think that you should force your kid into your business and I don't think we should constantly be looking at our kids as an income situation, right? Like, oh, this is what you could do to be an entrepreneur. I think I think a lot of times we just need to be looking at our kids and letting our kids be kids. But at the others at on the other hand, I believe that as parents, if we see something that is naturally present in our children, I think it's our role or our responsibility to foster that and to develop that for as long as they're interested. She's five. So she will most likely like this one day and this in two years and this in three years and allow her to kind of figure it out. But even when our kids are switching from thing to thing, there is a constant characteristic trait that is always present. So, for example, if your kids switched, you know, if your daughter switched from softball to cheerleading and then she wants to be the, the class president and this, that and the other, the thing that might be consistent in all of these trials is her leadership skills and her ability and desire to be on a team and, you know, do things like that. So then you're saying, OK, this is a leader. She likes managing teams. How can I put her in other situations where she can continue to develop herself as a leader and then figuring out her place in your business? You know, just have that conversation where you offer it 
And I think it's more important that our kids are consistently doing something that is developing a skill set rather than it is that they're doing something in our business or as little entrepreneurs. That's good. Good. Good question. Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay, back at Donnie again. Introduce to piggyback yourself, on that, Introduce what's your name? Then. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my name is Terry Jordan Adams. I am with Sued by the Debt Collector. Okay. And uh, currently, my son also works for me. He is my director of lead generation. And um, that starts with a lot of grunt work in the beginning. And I'm, I'm getting ready to hire a VA and a temp so that he can oversee them and we can focus on some of the other things. So he's going to start writing out the SOPs. Um, his current job is not his favorite job, um, but he sees the vision and um, is willing to grow with it. But realistically, he may not end up being a part of the company. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to take that in consideration. So um, you being in a similar situation where your daughter, you know, is about to graduate and she may or may not be a part of the company. What is your plan and or strategy to, um, I guess, to exit? Yeah. I mean, it's just like any other employee. So anybody else running a company right now with a non-familial assistant, operations person, fulfillment person, familial, non-family member. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You have to, you always have to be prepared as a CEO to replace, right? Everybody won't be permanent and it, it doesn't matter if they're our children or niece or not. It could be a stranger. And for you, mm. if he's already, mm-hmm, mm, if he's already expressing interest and in maybe doing something else, then this is your time to, you know, have a conversation with him and say, okay, I have to make sure we have a foundation, you know, a solid foundation. I'll be putting job ads out. Can you train this person? And maybe he works as their assistant until he exits out of the company, but you want to be in that place. There might be a time in your business, just like any other business where you're left exposed with an unfulfilled position. Mm -hmm. The position may be open for a while. All you can do at that time is have a prepared job description. This is why it's very important to have your SOP, standard operation, standard operating procedures in place. So in the event that you have to fire and replace or accept a resignation and replace, it's an easy thing to do. You create your process for what that looks like. So if you have to hire for a role, how are you doing it? Are you posting on Instagram that I'm hiring for this role, which is a terrible idea, by the way? Or are you actually posting a job listing? If you do, just for clarity, post on Instagram saying I'm hiring, it should be I am hiring. Click the link in my bio to be directed to the job posting. Right. Have everybody go through a professional process and you put together what it looks like. So what this what does this position require? Here's a lot of thing. Here's here's one thing for you guys who are trying to make your kids be your next top employee. You are trying to make them be something and it might not even be your kid. It could be your friend. It could be somebody that you interview that you really like. You're trying to make them be the right fit for the position. And they're just not. And so it's really important to identify what the position requires and hire for the position rather than hiring somebody, friend, family or stranger and forcing them to fit in that position. When you hire correctly, these type of worries typically go away. Thank you. You went to college for a little while. Man, smart. But 
Hi, my name is Tabitha Richardson. I am the owner of The Real Estate Baddie, and I also own a real estate company, Next Home Leaders. So my question is, my daughter, she's in college now. She is waiting for her medical applications to be accepted, but she's been in the business with me for so long. And I think she's kind of turned off to entrepreneurship, but I'm still trying to um, get her to see the benefits of entrepreneurship. And I, I think maybe she doesn't see it from me just because she's been there and she sees the behind the scenes and, you know, all of the grunt work that goes into it. So how do you expose your kids to entrepre entrepreneurship but not turn them off. And if she is in that turned off stage um, to kind of get her back on track, because although you want to be a doctor, you could still have your own practice. Let her be a doctor first. But I want to still put that implant that in her. And You've not already done it. Let me tell you guys something. Your kids are watching you and they see what you're doing and you're already an example. Sometimes, especially girls to moms, they see you as, my mom has set the bar so high that I am going to rebel against it a little bit because I don't want to I don't want to match your bar. I don't want to have to be who you are. Right. So let you, you being an entrepreneur keeps it as a very real option for her. Let her enjoy the experience of being a doctor first. Let her go into the hospital and say, I don't want to deal with the politics. I kind of want to be a little bit more on my own time. I saw that my mom was able to travel and go to conferences. Maybe I should entertain the idea of opening my own practice. But uh, we look so far into the future sometimes, especially with our kids, that we don't allow them to celebrate their right now. Like, my daughter is a doctor. Let's celebrate that. Baby, you did what most people can't do. We applaud you for being a doctor. You go out there and you find the best position you can be. Celebrate in that moment instead of making it feel like you're a doctor. Now go open your own practice. And sometimes they just want to be celebrated and appreciated like we are for what we have done and accomplished. Let her ride in that moment for a little while. And you are able to look now. Now she's a doctor. She's grown. You're able to continue to softly guide her along the way. But it may not be her dream to have her own practice. There's so much liability, especially with owning your own medical practice. She may have zero interest in that. And you as her parent have to accept that. And it might not be for her. But you don't have to do anything more than you're already doing to be an example and a constant reminder of entrepreneurship because it's your reality every single day. That's good. That's Thank good. You. All right. One more, then we'll go to... um. Well, two more? Two more. Two more. Okay. Hi, my name is Jen Druby. Uh, I have the Money Savvy CEO podcast and I asked this question to Dave or he maybe answered it earlier, but I want Donnie's perspective as well. So as you are having conversations with people on the podcast and you are letting them be experts in you know, <laughs> what they do, how do you then also uh, position yourself as a coach? So I don't uh, do any episodes anymore where we interview people. Okay. Um, and I think part of that is because, so first of all, on the Social Proof Podcast, we highlight experts in their field. Sometimes we get guests that we may not agree with. David does a very good job at uh, not disagreeing with people. Not offending. I don't. 
<laughs> if I know you're sitting in the middle and you are dead wrong, um, it's not that I'm going to tell you you're dead wrong, but I'm going to ask you like, hmm, are you sure? Because... I remember one episode. That one episode yeah. was like... Mm. I didn't agree with that either. I was like, I don't understand. But I understood his thought process. Yes. David does an amazing job at just kind of letting people have it. And I think we need to start disclaiming that a lot of the guests that come onto the show are referred to us by other people who think that these are amazing entrepreneurs. But just like anything else, we can't be held liable or accountable for what comes out of their mouths. Right? Um. And I, my poker face is not strong. Um, so there's just that. I don't know if I'm the best person to ask that question because if you sit in front of me and there's misinformation, I have to highlight it. But on the other hand, if you are an expert, um, it's not my time to shine as the expert. We bring guests on so that they can shine and they can be displayed. And we're just having a conversation just like we would. It's not about showcasing that you're an expert. Just have great conversations that you enjoy having and people will see. Oftentimes on our episodes, I'm doing a lot of the coaching. David is still the expert. And then when he's doing a lot of the coaching, I am still an expert in my own right. So I think maybe shifting away from that mindset of how do you highlight other people and still remain the expert? You are the expert that's finding other people who are experts at what they're doing and you're going to shine because you're allowing other people to have a voice. Okay. Thank you. Sure. But sure. if they're not saying the right stuff on your show, it's okay yeah. to be like, oh, for sure. So you know, I don't, I don't just <laughs> let it ride. If I, if I don't, if I don't agree with it, I will say I don't agree. You will. But my, it's, it's not for me to, because here's what I understand: if there's always a possibility that I'm wrong, always, there's always a possibility that I'm wrong. My wife taught me that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I I can only say this is what I feel. I don't know if I'm feeling that. So Charlemagne is an excellent example of that. Like if he's not feeling what you're talking about, he's gonna let you know. I saw a clip where Safari <laughs> Safari started rapping. Yes. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> Safari started rapping. Charlemagne's like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's the most dangerous morning show. But also you gotta decide what kind of show you wanna be. Yeah. And we don't want to be like... I would love to hear a show of Dottie just like disagreeing with people like, oh, I'm not feeling that. I would love to see that. <laughs> you, we, the Social Proof Podcast, uh, doesn't want to be a podcast that's like dream killers necessarily. Like, I don't think I could... I don't like... I don't enjoy hurting people's feelings. I don't know why y'all think I am such a tough person. Um, but I don't want to be here like, no, nah, that ain't it. The only person I literally genuinely enjoy clowning is David. <laughs> That's yeah. it. All right. But I guess All for right. so for David, as as we're, you know, we have these podcasts, but we're also offering services and products. Mm -hmm. And if we are having conversations with people and we're highlighting their expertise, then how do we then position ourselves as someone who also has a coaching service? So or or is it just for our commercials only? Yeah. So I do really good with the morning me up of I'm telling you it's a, a community and I'm on their coaching and people sign up. After I've just done an interview with somebody where I just learned a bunch of stuff. So what people are going to, and this is, this is like a, a gym, right? So if you're interviewing somebody and I've had, um, let me just put it this way. If you're interviewing somebody and let's say they have a product or service, right? And you're going to get an affiliate. The objective is 
to get people to like the person, not even necessarily to get them to look like an expert. So if I can ask questions to get an audience to like the person, they like the person and trust the person. It's not about how much they know. It's about, yo, I like this person. This is somebody that I want to work with. I want to connect with. So people join my program because they like me, not because I'm beating on my chest saying I'm an expert. People know I know what I'm talking about because in in conversation, I might add a little something or even the questions that I'm asking allude that I know a little something about what you're talking about, but I don't have to like elevate myself as an expert. Right. Make sense? So when me and Donnie are just having conversation, they're automatically going to trust her as business. I say she's the best coach in the world. She don't, well, she says it now, but she ain't necessarily say that herself, but if you get it just to, you'll like us, you'll be feeling us and you'll rock with us in terms of whatever we're offering because you trust us. Because there are some people that are experts that you don't trust and you're not going to buy them. You're not going to buy from them. And you don't like them. You don't like them. It's very important in your business to establish the KLT factor. No, like, trust. It doesn't matter how good you are at a thing. If you're not known, people don't ign- don't know you, they don't like you, and they don't trust you, your expert ability means nothing. You won't make any money or impact anybody. So you don't want to walk, you you don't always have to, hey guys, let me just really quickly, I'm the expert again. (laughs) Just just have conversations that you are good at having. Mm -hmm. People will understand that you're the expert. Yeah. Or authority or whatever. And I'm I'm one I'm real quick to let people know that I'm not perfect. But if you notice in the interviews, my objective is to let everybody know that they're not perfect either either. We're gonna go into some sort of direction just to let people know you're a little flawed too. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, uh, chance answered Bless it really, really good because I think I think chance is perfect for some reason. Like it's <laughs> I think he's an exception to the rule, but um, I every everybody I want to see some sort of vulnerability. Like, what do you struggle with? Mm-hmm. And what they may realize, well, most of them realize, but sometimes I can see in their face they feel offended because they feel like they're supposed to be on here to be the expert. But I'm asking the question for their benefit because if the audience likes them and trusts them, then they'll have more people rocking with them. But if you like, if you looking too perfect, I can't even relate to that. Yeah. Oh, you got you got every answer to every question. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to that. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, Good. You. All right. One more, and then uh, we're gonna go. We are out of here. All right. Thank you all. Uh, my name is Dr. Kevin Washington. I'm the host of Success Leads Clues podcast, mm-hmm. and the question that I have actually touches on what you were just talking about. I want to know something that you had that was like a, a crushing failure that you turned into a major blessing and kind of what was your thought process in that? So I can see how not to let something just damage my brand or my company. Well, Donnie thought a Fortune 500 company was, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a damage, say it again, say it one more time. So I, so I answered the question. Correctly. Something that could have been like a crushing failure, but you turned it into a major blessing. So you didn't allow that to just ruin you. You had, resiliency in that and what was your thought process or how did you overcome? Yeah, every business that I started and didn't work out. Especially um, in the the MLM space Mm -hmm. where 
you try it out for a while and you're not like super committed. We try it out and you tell all these people that, hey, we're going to be really, really successful. And then in five months, when people tell me that they don't want to do it or my team's not growing, I do something else. And then I started to see that pattern. Uh, I just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And then when I want to start again, nobody trusts or believes me because, oh, he'll be on to something else later. Yeah. So that was, that was definitely one of, um, I just lost trust with people. Mm. I couldn't even sell them anything. I can't even sell them my t-shirt because they, in their mind, oh, you're going to sell it now. I'm going to support it now, but you're going to be doing something else later anyway. So I'm just sticking and staying with something for a long time. It's just been the secret sauce to everything I'm doing now. Mm. Um, I have so many things that have crushed me in business uh, from not having the money to do what I wanted to do and having to figure out alternate ways to get things done to not feeling supported by the people who I supported. Uh, That's crushing, like to support people, whether it's family or friends, and then you do something and it feels like zero support. That's also crushing. And then I, I know that I've used that as motivation to say, oh, I'm about to blow this thing up. Just because the people who I felt like should support me aren't doing it, I'm going to show you I don't need that support to be successful. Um, But then even most recently with me joining the Social Proof podcast a little over a year ago, um, I literally, I saw all the comments. I saw the people who were saying, we are not feeling her whatsoever. She must owe, or David must owe her some money. You know, why is she on, on all these episodes? And I came, I went to David and I said, look, I don't want this to go down for you. And you could use that. I don't want this to be a bad deal for you. Your audience isn't feeling me. I think you should do this by yourself. And David said, but we're not. We're going to keep going. This is my vision and what I see happening. And this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to see happen. But I could have felt so many different ways and he could have felt so many different ways. And we kept going. And those same people who were leaving the negative comments are now leaving comments. Like every episode, there is a, I don't really know why I didn't like Donnie in the beginning, but she's great. And I love her. Now there's more. I I love when you guys drop the Donnie and David version of the episode. But what if I had quit? What if... I would have quit last year. Would I have had this kind of exposure? Would I have built this this level of my business? Would I be attracting the type of clients that would people really get to see my authoritative abilities? I could have said no. I could have let that hurt me. I could have let that crush me. Some of you guys will read the comments. Some of you guys will see the lack of support. Some of you guys will get in your feelings and you will let it stop you. We take off. Thank you. All right. No problem. All right. Clap it up, y'all, for uh, the live recording in Miami, Florida. Um, that was good, right? That was really good. That was good. Yeah. Um, you you want to end it off? I got it. This episode is sponsored. First off, my phone number is 404-737-4935. Send me a text message. Be a part of our community. Just want to get that out early before Donnie does hers. So this episode is also sponsored by the podcaster's Blueprint. Okay, there's a link here. Use promo code Social Proof uh, for the podcaster's course. Okay, you need a podcaster's course. Also, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com is the only organization that gathers every single day 
every single day. We was on this morning, right? Yes. Every day, Monday through Friday, um, with hundreds of entrepreneurs as a community. I am super big on community. I don't think I'm just the greatest leader or the greatest coach in the world, but we do have the greatest community in the world for entrepreneurs that people get together, work together, network with each other. It's just amazing. So um, check us out. It is, uh, we have a book club. We have read 13 books so far this year. Uh, we're on number 14 right now because we read a book together. So go to themorningmeetup.com. You can start your trial for just $1. Just $1. Just $1. How much, Donnie? One dollar. One dollar. You can start a trial for a dollar. Um, if you like it, stay with us. It's $79 a month. If you don't like it, you can leave. No obligation, no sweat, no pressure, okay? So um, go to themorningmeetup.com. Let's get it. Yep. This episode is also brought to you by, I'm just going to start saying me. Uh, because at this point, I have so many resources available for entrepreneurs to be great and to get the, to their next level based on where that is in your journey, right? From post to paid, which is the only community in existence where entrepreneurs just like you who have have who are having trouble engaging and connecting on social media, like maybe you can take the pictures, you can put the visuals together, but you don't know how to match it to a caption and say, these words are going to connect and convert and generate cash for my business. I help you in post to pay. Um, I have resources to develop coaches and consultants. Those of you who want to get in the information space and establish yourself as that authority, as that expert, you're looking to understand and develop your niche uh, in the entrepreneurial space, period. And where do you fit in? I have resources available for that. I have resources available for high level entrepreneurs and CEOs who are looking to remove some of the overwhelm in growing their business. Um, you can do two things. You can one, text me uh, directly at 404-737-2767 and get some guidance there from me um, in terms of what your next step should be in my company. Or you can go directly to my link, uh, sixfigureaccelerateredu.com forward slash links. And it will take you to all of the resources that are available to um to work with me and see how I can help you reach your next level. I, my goal is to be the number one resource for entrepreneurship. And we are, we are on that trajectory. And also you guys should know that moving along, I am the queen of podcasting. David said it last night. Absolutely. Clap it up for Donnie <laughs> being the queen of podcasting. <laughs> so you will see me taking podcasting a whole lot more seriously mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, really diving deep. Like we're about to really go deep yeah. into the business behind podcasting. The same thing that I do with my coaches and consultants and other entrepreneurs. We're about to go next level with the systems and, and SOPs and just the business of podcasting. It's going up, you guys. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. Let's get it. Let's, Let's get, it. get it. Listen, you all do yourself a favor. Well, first off, do us a favor. Please subscribe to the podcast. Okay. If you listen to this whole podcast and you didn't hit the subscribe button, it doesn't cost you anything. It is the best way to support us though. Yes. And go to the audio app, either Spotify or your Apple audio app. Make sure you hit the follow button. Follow this podcast. That is the best way to support without spending a dime. Okay. If you feel feel like inspired, five stars. You know what I mean? Did everybody here leave a, um, a rating? Hmm? No? You did, Maureen? 
So grab your phones. Oh, I copied you while we're doing that. Everybody grab your phone. What are you doing? No, no, not that. I want you to finish your thought, but then I got to tell you real quick before we go how, okay, how I copied you. Um, yes. So like, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? like, follow, subscribe, rate us, comment. You know, all that stuff really, really matters to a podcaster. So um, go to Social Proof Podcast on your app or Spotify app. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, whatever it says. And YouTube as well. David Ever Sleeps. I copied you most recently. So you do the dollar trial for the morning meetup. I now have a dollar trial for post to pay. That's good. Though. Now, by the time this airs, I don't know if we'll still have the dollar trial. It depends on the several hundred people who are already on the trial. It depends on if y'all act right. <laughs> I promise you, if I get chargebacks on a dollar, I'm calling you out on the Social Proof Podcast oh, by your fact. email address. I am blocking you from everything and you have ruined the opportunity for everybody else. So if by the time you hear this podcast and you you want to subscribe to Post a Paid and it's no longer a dollar, just know that your peers ruined it for everybody. Yeah, anybody so go get ever, it. Anybody that's ever started back, I blocked them immediately. You Period. will never enjoy this, con this content ever never, again never. in your life. So, all right, guys, we're about to get out of here. Y'all have a wonderful one. Yes, sir. What's up, Joe? So, with, uh, we're in the month of December. Oh, man. Did he do that? Are we? We are. We're not. We are. We're not. Well, we are. I think we... No, we're not. Why are you no, saying No, we're that? not. Come on, Joe. What are we doing? What are we doing? Anywho. Um, so, on behalf of myself and the team, oh, I'd like yeah. to wish David a happy birthday. Oh, because yesterday was my birthday. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was. Yes, it was. It was. Oh, oh, yeah, it was. Yesterday. It was. It was. It was. So on behalf of myself and the team, David, we would like to wish you a very happy birthday. We'd like to say thank you. We'd like to say we love you. And we'd like to sing happy birthday. One, and Darnell two, as well. Three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Not you, you can't sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear David. Happy birthday to you. And Darnell. And Darnell. Happy birthday, Darnell. So when I make a wish, is that manifesting? Yes. <laughs> no, I just want to know. I just want to know. It depends sure right on stuff. if you couple that wish with the actions required to make that a reality. Got it. Yep. But are you going to blow the candles or like with your finger? Why would I do it with my finger? COVID. Okay. I'll do it with my finger. I don't want to do it with my fingers. You put it on the ground? All you got to do is like that real quick. Just, but make a wish first. I did. Okay, what we'll do is just do it and yes. See, but make your wish. I did already. Yeah, why are you blowing out my kids? <laughs> just kill them out and blow them out. What a baby. It won't burn you. Here, put that on this way. Mm. Oh, that's ice cream cake. I feel it. Put that on. Mm. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you would stick it back in the cake? <laughs> what are you talking about? I wanted you to just put it on the tray. Why would I put it? Men have absolutely. <laughs> All right, Thank you, you guys. So Make sure y'all follow us. We out. We out. <laughs> David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. 
Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to the morningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today the morningmeetup.com you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.